0: Thank you very much uh, to, to this for the opportunity and to all of your listeners. Look, the statistics that have just been released uh, are not any more shocking anyone. We have been observing a trend of unemployment that has simply been worsening. We're sitting now with the highest unemployment rate since uh, 2003. At 27%, the narrow definition, but the broader definition we're sitting at 36.4%. This is a catastrophe. We have long called it a ticking time bomb. And when you have uh, 58% of your young people unemployed, those between age 15 and 34, you're sitting with a powder keg on your head, which can explode any time. And we see that through the civil-delivery protests that are turning violent increasingly, the ring of fire that is surrounding all of the big cities and where people are being marginalized and subjected to the worst forms of degradation, and with their uh, their, uh, dignity long taken away from them. This is the failure of a dream. This is, uh, again, uh, another... uh, uh, explosion of the whole bubble uh, as nonsense, basically, of the ANC alliance which has been uh, planting the radical economic transformation and doing nothing about it since 2012. And uh, and the people who are paying dearly for this is uh, workers, the black workers, the African workers which the liberation was supposed to be based on their interest. This yep. is the, uh, the, the destruction of the hope that South Africans would have so.
1: What what is South offering as a solution?
0: Well, we we've we've always, uh, from the Congress' point of view, been calling for a true radical economic transformation. We've submitted a Section Seventy Seven notice and have forced a discussion at the level of net to say to government: Give us your plan. How are we restructuring the economy of South Africa away from the mineral? Uh, finance and heavy chemicals uh, complex. Give us a plan. What are you doing to use the the, the mining and the, the mineral wealth of South Africa to benefit, and to build secondary industries, to industrialize, to build the manufacturing sector? Where is your plan? Give us a plan to address the crisis of education that continues to marginalize big numbers. Of, uh, of our people from the job market, and reduce them into being security guards and, and clerks and all manner of things. De- de- deal with the crisis of a uh, lack of skills in the economy. Address uh, the, the property question that our people in the majority have no property, have no land. And 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 can therefore not be players in the economy mm. except for being the, the onlooker. So, Mr. Why, allow doing. me
1: to interrupt because I'll play devil's advocate here. Government will say we've been doing as much as we can. We've been even prioritising prioritizing policy for job creation for young people. You remember the youth uh, uh, unemployment uh, subsidy, it was um, objected to by the union. So what are you offering as a solution? What kind of policies should then be introduced to ensure that not only are they counter-cyclical fiscal policies, but uh, youth entrepreneurship interventions?
0: The government claims that uh, youth uh, employment schemes have worked uh, are exposed as lies today by the statistics that have just been released. I was looking at the deputy president yesterday, the president beating their drums about how successful the operation has been. But unfortunately, the the painters have died. Look at the statistics that uh, are out there in the face of South Africans today. So we, we have already said that this so is what needs to happen. We cannot address the crisis of unemployment, and youth unemployment, until we address two twin problems, in South Africa, three in fact. The first one, restructure the economy. Restructure the structure of South Africa's economy. The second one, address the crisis of education. Our education is poor, not the amount of resources. We are hoarding into the system. And thirdly, the majority of South Africans have no property. And that's why we're calling for the nationalization of mines and other leading industries to address the fact that the majority is sitting without property, is sitting without land. And if we can address those three, we believe. We can go far in addressing the structural nature of the crisis of
1: unemployment. While the informal sector is not the ideal, but the reality is there's an over-concentration on the formal sector. And um, there is not much... uh, uh, Obviously, if you were to regulate the informal sector, then that would be... uh, counter to the point, but the bottom line is how is South Africa, for instance, going to address that two-tier labour system and make it work for South Africans? If the formal sector is not employing people, how do you make sure that the informal sector works for you?
0: It will, the informal sector will not grow if you have a government that doesn't know what to do with its industrial policy, or even when it has it, it doesn't know how to support it through its macroeconomic interventions. It doesn't know how to use the fiscal and monetary policies to 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 increase the chances of companies investing their monies at the home front. South Africa. One report that was out there last month shows that we're losing billions into illicit uh, transfers into tax dodging schemes. We have no capacity at the Department of uh, of Treasury to track down who is dodging tax. Secondly. We, we're losing billions in legal, so-called legal transfers, because we've long dropped the exchange controls that we could use to force companies to, 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 to invest. And thirdly, of course, there's a political crisis, as a result of which partly, not all of it there is a reason, but partly because of the political crisis, firms in South Africa are sitting on a trillion rent investable Money that they are refusing to invest because in political uncertainty created by the havoc that you see in the ANC and in the Drabadad Alliance today. So if you fix all of those things, we believe that we can go somewhere. We're going nowhere now, but we're going to the dustbin of history. And we're robbing our children, their future, precisely, because even though sometimes the government says the right thing, but it cannot implement even the right thing that it is saying,
1: Having said that, though, we also need to target our disadvantages. If we're talking about young people, you spoke about the need to improve and increase education. But we also have to uh, come at this at various ways. So uh, shouldn't we be employing measures such as job search assistance, for instance? Shouldn't we be looking at uh, apprenticeship, paid apprenticeship programs?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. The second part I think we should be pushing is part of our broader education and training program. I don't know why we killed the apprenticeship programs in South Africa because it is now proven that uh, the CETA system is just a, is another form of a tax. but uh, the trade unions themselves are to blame, by the way, never really prioritized uh, ensuring that the leadership with necessary skills are leading these cities and ensuring that they are turned into real training centers for unemployed, for workers who are in their jobs, so that everybody can have a possibility of climbing a ladder out of their current situation of poverty. And uh, so we, we have uh, submitted a Section 77, that, uh, that's a piece of to, we are going to take up a campaign around all of these issues as we have announced in the statement of the the last national executive committee. By November, we're going to be putting hopefully 100,000 people to march to the union buildings to demand a workable plan to address the crisis of unemployment. We will hold a people's convention in December of all people who are interested in finding a solution to the crisis to say, let's meet and look at what can we do together by 2018 such that the struggles of workers who are facing a bleak future in the formal sector and the struggles of the unemployed and the struggles of the students who are demanding a better quality, a free education can be knitted together into a single struggle of the working class to ensure that the liberation is not just a liberation of the few Gupta and Zuman-linked political elites whilst the people are suffering in their majority.